0: Hello, Pally. With KPLY, I'm Jeffrey Yu, and today we'll be taking a look into the world of The Jewel. Over the course of this podcast, I'll be your guide as we explore the background of The Jewel, as well as its impact on Pally students. To start off, let's get acquainted with The Jewel. The Jewel belongs to a class of pseudo-smoking devices, known as liquid vaporizers, or vapes. Vapes are devices, uh, usually cylindrical, though they come in different shapes and sizes, that are used to inhale nicotine. In the case of the JUUL, these liquid nicotine solutions are marketed and distributed as JUUL pods. JUUL pods are disposable packs of liquid nicotine solution that plug into a JUUL to deliver nicotine to the user. A single JUUL pod has the nicotine equivalent of a pack of cigarettes. JUUL also sells these JUUL pods in special flavors which include mint, mango, strawberry, and chocolate. In 2015, at the time of the Juul's release, there were hundreds of vapes on the market. These vapes targeted anyone and everyone, from curious onlookers looking to experience nicotine to addicts looking to satisfy their addiction. However, all these vapes lacked something. More specifically, they lacked a way to tap into the tobacco market. The experience and the taste of vapes was just too different compared to that of tobacco to entice smokers to give up their cigarettes and to pick up vapes. Then came along the Juul. With tobacco-based nicotine liquid, it attracted vapors and tobacco users alike. It has since grown to become one of the most popular vaporizers around. However, in addition to attracting adults, vapes have also attracted teenagers. Among those involved are teenagers at Pali. Today, we'll take a look and explore the experiences of a few students who vape at Pali. For the protection of these students, the interviews recorded are not actually their voices. Instead, their interviews have been transcribed and are being read by KPLY staff. So, how did you start vaping?
1: Uh, my first experience was in Misano's class last year. My friend had a jewel and I just tried it and sh.
2: Oh, Lord. Okay, so, uh. Probably back in sophomore year, I smoked weed a couple times, and this one kid, he brought his jewel with him, and he was like, yeah, it's weed. Turns out it wasn't, it was just nicotine. And so I kind of got addicted to nicotine because I was trying to smoke weed. So that's how this all started for me.
3: Yeah, so basically back in probably like middle school, I had a friend who had a vape, but it wasn't nicotine. He just had a vape just to see smoke coming out of his mouth, just to be cool, you know? Um, just to see what it was like. And so my friends and I were just vaping, you know, just being some middle schoolers. And then eventually we came across a vape that had nicotine in it. And we were both like, oh, uh, we don't vape with nicotine. What's it like? And so we tried it and we were like, oh, this this is different. You actually have a feeling. We felt the effects of the nicotine on our bodies. And we were like, oh, all right, this is different. This is kind of better. This is actually like a reason to vape. And so from there, it just kind of developed, and now everyone's got a jewel because everyone loves nicotine.
0: What sort of risks has jeweling brought into your life?
2: I've pretty much jeweled everywhere I've been. I mean, um, I've done it on an airplane with the flight attendant right next to my dad on the way to my grandparents' house. So um, it may have been risky,
1: but I've never felt the risk. It's pretty risky, especially because teachers check bathrooms and now, and I've been copped once before, and it's sucked. I got suspended.
0: As vapes, especially the Juul, have become more popular around Pali, vapors have turned to Pali's bathrooms as havens for vaping. As the Juul's widening popularity has raised the chances of getting caught, a majority of Pali's vaping scene now increasingly happens behind closed doors in Pali's bathrooms. Due to the nature of vaporizers, no smoke is ever produced from vaping, only water vapor, and thus vapors veep in bathrooms undetected by fire alarms, and usually undetected by administration.
3: I'm pretty sure it's illegal for staff to be going into the bathrooms, but I guess they can if they have a suspicion, like a real suspicion, and they kind of know what's going on in the bathroom. It's really risky for students to be jeweling in the bathrooms. I highly recommend that they do not, because I've known plenty of people who've gotten their jewels taken away and gone in trouble with that. So yeah, it's really risky for people to be jeweling in the bathrooms.
0: How much do people close to you, such as your family or your friends, know about you vaping? Are they supportive of your habit? Um, no. It's not
2: something they are aware of, and I hope they do not become aware of it. In fact, for the past four days, I've been experiencing significant withdrawal because I'm finally, finally quitting for like the third time, and hopefully final time. It's not something they are aware of. I think the only thing my parents are aware of is that I've tried cannabis a time or two.
1: My parents know I smoke and they hate it, but not about vaping or anything really. So my
3: close friends all do as well, so they're going to know as well. You know, friends I'm not as close with, or maybe they're more strictly school friends, or we're friends just because we talk a little bit in math class. Maybe they're not going to know because it's kind of like a private thing. It's a habit of mine I'd rather not have people know about. That's why I want to remain anonymous. But I guess it's really just my close friends who know about it. My family has no idea. When my mom, she was folding my pants and she pulls the jewel out of my pocket and she asked me what it was. I told her it was a USB drive and I seriously thought that it wasn't like, I kind of said it like jokingly because I thought she already knew what it was. And she looked at it and she said, okay. And she put it back into my pocket and that was kind of the end of it. So, you know, my family doesn't know about it just because I keep it on the low and I'm pretty responsible with it.
0: In the jeweling community, what sort of slang do you use? Oh
2: man, I try to avoid other people that juul honestly. Cause I'll go into the bathroom and there'll be this group of like 8 people in the MAC and it's kinda like foggy in there and it's kinda like a sauna. I hate that. Like this isn't something I'm doing because I like it. It's something I'm doing because my body decided that I'm compulsively going to ask for this one chemical. In terms of like culture and slang, we call the juul the Julio, la luge. When you use it for the first time in the day and you get a really big head rush, you call it a fat dome or dome. I don't really know. I don't know much else.
0: Aside from Julio and La Luge, the jewel is known by varied nicknames outside of the Pali community. While nicknames are usually non-standard, a common naming convention is to name the jewel after a name that sounds like jewel, such as Julia or Julius or Juliet. Is juuling a very expensive habit?
1: It's not really that expensive for me, because I don't buy that often, but for people I know, they spend like hundreds of dollars on pods like a month, which is just whack, you know? Wouldn't call it expensive. I mean, it definitely is an additional
2: expense, but I mean it's not exorbitant. I also happen to have a job, which is helpful, but I'm definitely spending way more money than I should have. But it's not like it's so much that it's ridiculous, if that makes sense.
3: So, within, like, the last year, the cost has doubled. When jeweling wasn't as big, I'd say, like, maybe around this time last year. Okay, it was still pretty big around this time last year, but, um, it wasn't as big as it is now. A pack of pods was, like, $20 versus today a pack of pods is $35. And, like, a battery last year was probably, like, $40, and now a battery this year is, like, $50. So the price has completely blown up because of the huge commercial use of the jewel. And because a lot of high school students are jeweling now and it's become a convenient and not private, but um, but yeah, the price has doubled because of everyone's mass use of the jewel. And it's pretty obvious, it's become this huge thing just because you can see the huge price difference just over the course of a year.
0: And though the jewel is now more expensive than ever, it's also more accessible than ever. At the current time, obtaining a Juul or a similar vaping product is almost ridiculously easy, even if you're underage! Websites sometimes sell vaping products without checking for identification, at most only asking if a person's over 21 upon first opening that online vape market. Additionally, gas stations and vape shops are harder to buy from because they are physical places, but oftentimes, with a faked ID and a lot of cash, underage teens are able to get their hands on a vape because Vendors simply don't care. And lastly, a market has emerged between jewelers and vapers. Teens unable to get their vapes from other sources ask their vaping friends or their vaping acquaintances to hit them up with a vape or an extra jewel pod, obviously at an additional cost. This constantly expanding underage jewel market has been pushing prices up because of the middlemen in this market and also the added risk of selling to
1: underage teens.
0: Based on your experience, Are there any common traits between people who vape?
1: No, it's almost everybody. Like, there's been times when people ask to hit a jewel or something, and they're like nerds or Asian or something, and you wouldn't expect them to, but they still do it. So it varies. Anybody can do it, pretty much. There's not a certain type of person.
3: So, Pali being a public school, there's going to be plenty of different groups of kids, and I guess when it comes to the jewel, the groups aren't going to really change depending upon the jewel. If you start hitting a vape with nicotine, you are going to become addicted to nicotine. So honestly, like, dueling doesn't really matter what gender or, like, what kind of person you are. If you get addicted to nicotine, you are addicted to nicotine. And you are going to vape a lot. And for Pally, I guess a lot of kids like to jewel because either their friends started dueling or they just wanted to fit in with the rest of the crowd or something. But, yeah. So it's going to be a pretty big thing over, like, the last past year. Just... Cause I guess like public school kids, they're all going to be nicophines They're going to want nicotine. So yeah, um, it's gone to become a pretty big thing, apparently. Um, there are a couple things you'll find. You'll find kids who
2: used to smoke cigarettes and have replaced that with dueling or fix or whatever. You'll find kids or people who do, who'll do it after drinking to try and sober up. I mean, oftentimes it's like kids who used to take mokes. Which is when you mix the tobacco from cigarettes and weed. Oftentimes, there are a large amount of people who vape if they are vaping for the nicotine content. But I haven't met anybody who vapes exclusively and doesn't smoke weed. I can't think of anyone like that.
0: Alright, a final question. Um, do you have a favorite jewel flavor? They're all awful.
2: I should not put any of them into your body.
1: Hmm, for jewel pods, definitely mint. Before the Zip Pods, then definitely Watermelon.
3: Oh, alright, so we can do a little bit of Jewel history. When Jewel released the Mango Pods, that was my favorite, just because it was like this, like, it tasted kind of like mangoes. It tasted good. It was sweet. But then, like, two weeks later, we get a newsletter from Jewel saying that they are recalling all the Mango Pods because it was literally giving kids blisters in their mouths. They put in some wrong ingredient or something, or some really bad chemical, and it was literally giving kids blisters on the inside of their mouths. So there are no more mango pods.
0: Though early mango Joule pods were called by Joule because of the health risks, in January of 2017, Joule announced that they were once again selling mango jewel pods. In fact, since their re-release, mango jewel pods are one of the most popular flavors of jewel pods, together with mint.
3: So, I guess my favorite would be the mint pod, just because that's, like, kind of the thing. If it's not mint, then, like, a lot of people won't even hit the jewel, just because they don't like the flavors, you know. So, mint or mango?
0: So, there you have it. Uh, those are the stories of a few students who vape at Pali. I'm Jeffrey Yu from KPLY Poly Pali Radio, and until next time, Pali. thank you to JewelVapor.com, the Consumer Advocates for Smoke-Free Alternatives Association, eLiquid.com, and Cancer.gov for providing background and health information on the jewel, as well as StillBlowingSmoke.org for providing statistics on underage vaping in California. Additionally, I'd like to thank Lou Premack, Kevin Kim, and Larry Watanabe for providing the voices to my anonymous interviewees. All the KPLY staff for guiding me on this podcast, And lastly, a big shout out to my anonymous interviewees. It's hard talking about this sort of stuff. Thank you for talking about it with me.